all that come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here, age relives fond memories of the past. And here, youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and hard facts that have created America with hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Welcome one and all to the Park Hopper's unofficial Disneyland show. I am your host, the Disneylandy, and with me as always, my lovely wife, the Disney Lady. I would like to add lovely, talented, sweet, kind, and funny. And bundled up. I am. I'm cold. She's very cold. It's it is winter. freezing in Utah. Yeah, it is literally freezing <laughs> I can't here. can't get warm. Where we live. In Disneyland, <laughs> it is not. It is in, what, the 70s right now? Uh, right now, it's like mid-60s for the next couple of days, mid-70s toward the end of the week, and then when we're there, it'll the be way. the low 70s, which is like 35, 40 degrees warmer than it is here. That's right. Okay. At for a high. So... You guys haven't heard from us for a very long time. <laughs> we apologize, but it'll be worth the wait. Yes. Some things have changed that are going to be very positive. Correct. We have left our previous podcasting group, and we're out on our own, sort of. Things have changed. We've had to revamp some of our music and everything, which took me a little bit of time. Mm -hmm. And then the holidays and all sorts of stuff right. happened. So Because we're kind of using this episode as a new beginnings, they'll be before this episode and after this episode. Yes. So we want to kind of reintroduce ourselves to those of you who may be listening. Uh, my name is Erin, and I am a lifelong Disneyland fan. And my husband is Andy. Disneylandy. Disneylandy, who is a um, recent convert to the love of Disneyland. And it's recent as of 2011. Yes. So it, it's recent. been some years, but it's actually a really cute story. Uh, will, how, will you tell it for us? Please? Yes. So um, when we first got married, I was I was all gung-ho to take a vacation, to take a trip as a, as a newly married couple. And I thought, what better place for us to go than Disneyland? Yuck. And my husband poo-pooed me. I did. I He said, nay, nay, we will not go to the land of D. That is silly. It is a kid's place and I will not enjoy it. I did. He did. But your father-in-law, somewhere down my the father, way. My father. Yes, father I'm sorry. My father-in-law. Your father <laughs> said, hey, why don't we take a family trip to Disneyland? And I'll pay for it. Ooh, okay. Well, that's a little different. A free trip to Disneyland. It's a free trip to Disneyland. Was dangled in front of his face. And I thought, okay, I might not enjoy it, but it's a free trip to California. And the wife will like it. She will like it. So I'll, let's just go and I'll be okay with it. Yeah. So we get there, the beautiful warm temperatures. We get up early. We get into the park. We start walking down Main Street. And I look over at my handsome husband and he has stars in his eyes. They were stars. Yes. I was... Uh, he was moonstruck. I was moonstruck, sunstruck, starstruck. He, f he fell in love just walking down Main Street. I did. Towards the castle, we had an excellent trip. I was sick. Now, during this, I got extremely he sick. He got very sick. In fact, he was so sick, I had to take him to um, an emergency care. Yep. Uh, we actually stayed in the hotel for two days. I burst my eardrums. Yes. On the airplane. <laughs> I thought he was going was to sick. die. Oh, yeah. Anyway, that actually allowed us to go in the park, just he and I, one day, because my family was going to the beach. Yep. But rather than waste the entry into the park, we went to the park instead by ourselves. Had such a blast that as soon as we got home, 
Andy started planning. It wasn't even as soon as we got home. It was, <laughs> it, I think it was that time, that, that day that we were there by ourselves. We were planning our next trip. Yes, to come back. And we went back a couple times a year ever since. Yep. And, and then his, we had our son. Yes. And he has probably been more than most children. He's been, I think, eight times and he just turned six. Yeah, He's a lucky little guy. Yeah. Now, we actually go more in a year than he does. So uh, we we go sometimes by ourselves. Sometimes we take him. Uh, but Disneyland's a big part of our life. And we, we love the park. We love what they stand for. We love the experience. We have people tease us that there are other places to go on vacation. And sure there are. Yes. You know, we, we, we're, we're, we're not fans of any of the other places. There, there are other places, but this is the place that we feel like is our place. Now, I will tell you, we are not rich. No, we're not. People say, oh, you guys must have a lot of money. We don't. No. This, we, this is what we spend uh, our money on. <laughs> yeah. This is our extra money. It's just how it, how we, it works. We budget for it. And uh, we've done episodes on this in the past, and we'll probably do them in the in the future, where we actually break down how much money we would spend in a day uh, if we ate whatever we want mm-hmm. versus doing it more economically. We also have lots of tips on how to save money, be it on park tickets, hotels, transportation, the whole nine yards, and then how to save money when you're in the park. Because you can do it not cheaply, but more economically. Now that kind of leads us to my next topic here is why are we podcasting? Why did we start this in the first place? (laughs) Why would you guys go to Disneyland all the time and then talk about it on a podcast? So gosh, when was this? This was 2000... 2012. I started Disneylandy. Yes. Which was just a Facebook page and I just shared a bunch of stuff about Disneyland. Uh Uh-huh. Just it was was a way for me to kind of get it off my chest because literally the planning of and execution of Disneyland trips consumes this man. It does. 365 days of the year. It does. If we're not there, he's planning for our next trip there. And planning is part of the the excitement and part of the journey. Part of the fun for him, really. It is. I mean, he's looking at maps and schematics and statistics and history and really delving into the, the very nooks and crannies of what can make a trip even better. He gives the best tours. I do. Because he knows so much uh, about what's going on. Somet- sometimes, sometimes I have to turn to him and say, <laughs> Shut up. I know. <laughs> so, honey, <laughs> did you know this, this, and this? Honey, you've already told me that. I already know that. <laughs> but really, our mission statement, if we if we were to have one, is to spread the magic. It is. To, to help other people feel the way we feel when we go to Disneyland. And that manifested as as a podcast um which started in 2015 by the way 2015 so we had the experience where people knew we went to disneyland a lot it's one of our defining features yes uh as a couple we have a mickey mouse wreath on our door and we have we have a room that is a disney themed room in our house Disneyland map up there all the posters so many fun things um you know we collect ornaments like disneyland's a big a big deal in our lives And people would say, oh, I hate Disneyland, and this happened to me, or that happened to me, or I had this bad experience. And when we would ask them questions like, you know, so so you hated this, well, what happened? And they would tell us their story. We would go, well, if you had done this instead, you would have had a better outcome. And they said, well, we didn't know about that. Right? So 
there were there were things that they were doing that were causing their trip to be less magical and less enjoyable. And it wasn't that they were doing it quote unquote wrong. They just didn't know that there was an easier way to go about something. Correct. And these are people that maybe go <sighs> once every two or three years or, or every once five a or seven yeah. years. And so they, you know, they they're not going to go and find all this stuff by themselves. No, the quickest to way to do this or the most efficient way to do that or the best way to use the newest whatever Disney is doing. Yep. Um, and so Andy came to me and said, what would you think about doing a vlog? That was kind of his first idea. Yep. <coughs> Setting up something where we could um, record ourselves in a video format on YouTube talking about Disneyland. That was about the time that Fresh Baked Disney had started. Yep. We, um, big fans of theirs. Um, uh, on YouTube, go check them out. Fresh yes, Baked Disney. absolutely. They they give wonderful, wonderful content. Um, but what we had to offer was kind of different and not really lent to the visual format. Correct. So I don't. I'm not the best looking guy. So <laughs> well, Disney lady me. Different. But. <laughs> He's my handsome prince charming. Yes. But uh, what we had would work really well uh, vocally. Mm-hmm. If you listen to the the things that we have to say, that's that's something that we can share and help people have a more successful trip, have a more magical trip, have more fun. People, I had someone text me in the last month that says, "You know a lot about Disneyland. What would you? What what are some tips and tricks you have?" And I, I texted oh, back and I'm like, with that. "Can you be more specific? We'll be here all night." <laughs> um, but I was able to impart some some wisdom. Uh, for their circumstances as far as things that might help them. I've also helped people plan their entire trips. There's people that have never been, and they say, well, what do I do? You know what? Let me, let's me let just go sit down, give me an hour and a half or so, and we're going to go over everything. Right, everything You're gonna you learn need to know. Everything, because there's people that just show up there, and there's lines, and they don't know where to go. And, mm-hmm. okay, we only rode five rides. Why did you do that? Well, we just hit this and this. Well, you hit the ones that, the most busiest rides at the most busiest times. Well, we didn't know where to go. Right. I'm able they to sit down and, and show them. They didn't know how to take advantage of the, the things that Disney has to offer that make those wait times um, less. Yeah. Yep. So there are definitely some things that we can do to help. So that's kind of why we do the podcast and what our goal is, is to help you enjoy the magic. And sometimes that's through us reporting what we did on our last trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to help you know where to eat, what kind of food they have, what uh, what's the best thing to do at what time, um, how to take advantage of Max Pass. Well, and Disneyland is always changing. There's always something new, whether it's a new ride, a new way to ride a ride. Uh, the queue could change. The yep. way Fast Passes change. And that's like Fast Passes, the app. Everything has changed since 2011, since I started going. <laughs> It's 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 a one eighty on how you do things in right. the park. It's always evolving. Like on our last trip that uh, you and I took, we did where we would order our food ahead, so we didn't have to wait in a queue. Yep. They would let us know it was ready, and we could go pick it up. That was a great feature. Mobile ordering. Yeah, so we could go find our seat and sit and wait instead of standing in the line. We'd get a notification when the food was ready at the counter, and he would go up, grab it, pay for it, come back, 
and it's much less of a stressful experience. Now, you can't do that at every single restaurant. Nope. But there, th- that was something that was very helpful during our last trip. So speaking of our last trip, <laughs> can we get into that maybe? Yes. Okay. I, I did also want to say that sometimes right. we do history or games or other fun things. So it's History, not, I love It's Disney not history. all just us reporting on trips and telling you what to do. We try to give you a well-rounded experience that's just going to share our love and enjoyment of Disney with you guys. Speaking of our love and enjoyment, since you heard us last, if you're a continuing listener, uh, we stopped. Our our last uh, recording was in oh, no, uh, October, actually. October. And we have been to the park, at least I have been to the park <laughs> twice since then. And we are about to go in uh, one week from the day we're recording. Correct. So, let's talk about these two trips. First one. Yes. I went by myself. He did, the jerk! I did. So, I had some business in Southern California. <laughs> And I set it up to where I could work during the day, and I would go to the park at night. So he stayed at a hotel that was uh, that had access, close access to the park. Oh, and, and we have to tell everybody too. We we have annual passes right now. Yes, so we do. So this is how we were able to do what we're doing. Yes. Um, if you had regular tickets, it wouldn't be worth it to go just for four hours at night. Mm, right. Anyways, so I was able to set it up where I went to did my did my work, and I had a hotel right next to the park, mm-hmm. which is only about forty five minutes away from where I was working. So. It was great. Uh, it, <laughs> and I'm going to talk this hotel up because Aaron and I have been at, uh, this done this a couple times. Th- we have stayed in it three times now. Yep. We're not three staying times in it, this year. Yeah, we're not going to stay in it our next trip. Um, but our last three trips we have. It is the Majestic Garden Inn. It is Beautiful. Just, it is just north of the park. Yep. On Ball Road. Uh-huh. And Disney Way. They have a free shuttle. It is to free. and from the park, and that's unusual. Usually, the shuttle they charge you for it to take you to the park. So that that was a wonderful feature that we took advantage of. Yep, um, going to and from the park. The staff is excellent. They are. They treat you very well. The rooms are very clean, well kept. Um, very large. Very large. They have a wonderful restaurant. And then this, uh, the trip that Andy and I took together, we actually arrived very early in the morning, way before che- check-in time. And we left way late in the evening, way after check-in time. Well, we had bags. We were flying. And uh, they actually had a room where they could lock our luggage when we first arrived so that we could go to the park uh, and then check into the hotel later. And then when we checked out, again, we got to lock our bags in a back room. Uh, where they could stay, we could go to the park, and then when we were ready to go to the airport, we could get them out. So that was really convenient. Some of these little boutique hotels don't really offer that mm-hmm. around the park. Uh, they're a lot smaller, and they probably don't care that much. Right. But this is this is a this is a very nice hotel, and it's not going to break the bank. No, I was able to get some great pricing on it. If you do it ahead of time, uh, you could go to Getaway Today and get uh, getawaytoday.com and get some. Very awesome pricing, especially if you're buying Disneyland tickets at the same time. Yes. There's a little plug there for you guys. You can go to our website and actually get a little link and uh, gives us a hair bit of a kickback. Well, we <laughs> we actually started working with them uh, before we were doing the podcast. Yep. Uh, we just found after Andy did an extensive research through lots of different ways to book the tickets that it was actually the cheapest and the best deal to go with getaway today when you were doing um your disney tickets and hotel uh some you know you can also do flight and other and other things but if you couple those two together the flight or the uh the park tickets 
and the hotel, you're going to get the best deal. They have a very good relationship with those good neighbor hotels and can get you a really good deal. And if you do mention the park hoppers when you're checking out, yep. um, you get an extra discount and we get a little a little bit of love too. In fact, it, you just use park hoppers, just one word, park hoppers, you get a $10 off your package if it's mm-hmm. a three-day uh, ticket and hotel package. And every $10 helps. Yes, it does. <laughs> that's, that's some churro runs right there. It is. So back to our my trip. Yes, that the I solo took my trip. Solo trip. Um, I was able to go, I was three times while yes. I was there. Um, three nights. Yes. And it was a little different. Because this was your first time going solo, solo. Correct. Yep, I've never been just by myself. You've gone in the morning before we got there a couple of times, but this was your first time not meeting up with... And you know what? Anyone. It was kind of the same, the way it all went for me. Uh-huh. Uh, I rode, uh, I went on uh, one ride, which was Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh-huh. This and was the first day. And the rest of the time, I just walked around and took pictures. I had my DSLR camera with I me. I can get kind of impatient with, with the Disneylandy when he is taking 20 minutes to take pictures. Not 20 minutes. It is 5.4 seconds. Nope. <laughs> nope. Definitely not that short. <laughs> but uh, so I used that time to help my catalog of pictures. And the other two days were the same exact thing. I, I got, you know, some good food, and I went certain areas, and I thought, well, let me go ride this. And I'd go to the ride, and I'd look at it like, you know what? This would be a whole lot funner if somebody else was with me. <laughs> oh, well, we'll just keep going. I want to go take pictures of this or that. And so I'll go take pictures, and I'll go to another ride, think maybe I want to ride this. No, it'd be a whole lot funner if someone else was with me. And that's how the entire trip went for me. Oh, you missed me. <laughs> I did miss you. It's a <laughs> lot funner to be with somebody. Now, you go in the park by yourself and do all that. And I had a mission. I did want to, you know, jump up my catalog there of all my pictures. And I did do all that. Um, but I just didn't ride the rides. So you did Pirates of the Caribbean. Is What other rides did you ride while you were there? Do you remember? Ah, uh, that's it. You rode one ride in three days? Yeah, <laughs> I did. Okay. And I knew after after I did that first ride. I mean, you 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 enjoyed the food. Oh, you know what? I did. I rode. I apologize. I rode uh, Smuggler's Run, Millennium Falcon. Okay. Uh, that that actually was all right doing single rider. Just I, being I have an opinion single about there. single rider, but let's wait till we get to our trip when we oh, did yeah. that. So. So that worked out great for me. In fact, I probably didn't wait more than two minutes to do it. No, no. I didn't. Our trip, we didn't wait that long. We right? just walked right on. And when I went, it was, oh, 25-minute wait. Which is really not bad for that particular ride. No, a regular hour wait is what I was seeing. Right. So it was a great trip. It was okay. I got a lot of pictures, but, you know, So do best. you remember, did you did you do any of your favorite foods? What what other, other than pictures and people watching? Um, I, I just got some small things here and there. It uh-huh. wasn't. It wasn't too memorable. I have the pictures. <laughs> I spent time doing that. Um, and I really didn't eat too much in the park because it wasn't really a So my, my question to you then would be, because yes. it sounds like you went, you took pictures, you kind of milled around. Would you go out of your way to do that again? If I was in the area and I still had a uh, annual, annual pass. pass, yes. Okay. I still had fun, though. Okay. I didn't ride the rides. It was just a very different experience than the ones you normally have. Correct. So the the level of excitement wasn't there, mm-hmm. but the enjoyment was. Okay. You're still able to feel the atmosphere and enjoy just what's already there without going to these attractions. I say this to people who complain about the park, and I say, look, 
The worst day in Disneyland is better than the best day anywhere else. Yeah, it is. And it was great. So I would do it again. It's about your expectations and it's about, hey, I love being here and I'm enjoying this. Yep. So And I did. But then Oh. But then Oh, oh, but then (laughs) a few months later (laughs) we decided to celebrate our fifteen year anniversary. Yeah. And That's so, kind of been our plan since our we actually celebrated our 10th anniversary in did. the park. We did. And uh, that we were going to do it again. Our, our original plan was for us to stay in the Grand Californian, uh, which, but. which uh, did not happen. There, we Yeah, it was very expensive. But we decided instead of spending the money on the Grand Californian, we would splurge and we would fly. We did. We normally don't fly, um, but we decided it would be worth it to have the extra time in the park since we had the mm-hmm. annual pass than to spend the money for the Grand uh, the Grand Californian. We have stayed on a Disney property twice uh, in, in our years of going to Disneyland. We've stayed in the Disneyland Hotel, which is magical. We have stayed in the Paradise Pier Hotel, which I would say uh, of the two experiences I preferred. It was awesome. It now was. we had a very nice, a very nicely faced room, if I could say that way. Uh, it was facing California Adventure. Yes, we got to see. We could see everything. World of Color yep. from our hotel room, and it was fabulous. It was. It, it was, was a bit of a walk. The walk was the one bad thing. It was. It was a far walk. But we loved it. We did. I, I would, would stay there. Again. I would stay there again, definitely for sure. And I loved the Disneyland Hotel for different reasons, but of the two. So back to our trip. Yes, sorry. <laughs> so we flew. We were able to get some extra time in the park because we flew in in the morning. We were able to go all day. Uh-huh. And then the next day. And then the next day. And then the next day. And then we flew out late at night. So uh, because we flew, we got two extra days in the park. We did. We decided that that was worth it. Um, we did go as a couple's trip. We didn't take our little boy with us. And there's something, it's a very different experience depending on who's in your party when you go. Yes. When we go with like extended family, we've, we've done Disney World and Disneyland with my brothers, their wives and their children and mm-hmm. my parents. And the way that trip functions is very different than let's say when Andy and I have gone on a trip with another couple. That's a very different experience. And the way the way we handle the park is different. We've also gone where it's just Andy and I, and then Andy and I with our son. And then we also had the experience on this last trip to be uh, with two locals. Yes, which was very different because we're used to taking people and going from our perspective, right. which is non-locals living, you know, 10 hours away if you're going to drive. Right, and usually we're the ones that know more about the park and more about what to do. So we were able to meet up with Mike and Aaron. Yes. Um, Mike is uh, working with us on a possible uh, future collaboration. And we decided to meet up and go to the park together. Yes. And kind of see both of us to see how each of us do up the park from different perspectives. Yes. So the local and, was, and the non-local. It was it was really interesting to talk to them about how they think about the park when they're there, what they'll do, what they won't, the circumstances under which they'll ride certain rides and not ride certain rides, and just the way they treat the park is is a little bit different mm-hmm. because it is so close. And they're able to do it whenever. Right. And it's not. I wouldn't say it's not as special. It's it's just different. Yep. 
it's just different because of their access to it, the way they felt about the food, the way um, the way they went about riding the rides. Yep. So uh, we had an excellent time. It was really fun to talk to them about their love of the park, the way they experienced the park, their experiences in the past, and uh, just to see. You know, when we have guests on, we ask them certain questions to get to know their Disney temperature. Yep. And to really get their take on things was really fascinating. I also thought what was fascinating was the things that were the same. Yes. Uh, if we would bring something up, because we've gone so much, mm-hmm. you know, what do you think about this? Well, I, I think, you know, this, this, and this. Well, so do we. Yeah. I think part of it is because they're locals, and then we've also been so many times where we kind of get that local vibe, that, that same thought process. Right. Because we understand it. Right. Well, we're not in a hurry when we're at the park. Yes. And that's one thing we do recommend to people is don't be in a hurry. It will ruin your time. Bring us with you. I'll, I'll make sure it's a great, <laughs> great time. And he does, does ensure a, a successful trip. I do. It's interesting because we love taking our little boy to the park. When we take him... There is an element of magic that doesn't happen when we go by ourselves. Correct. The way he experiences the park really impacts the way we in- experience the park. But it also really affects our timing and how much we do in a day. Because that's something you really have to take into account. You have to really take into account, for lack of a better term, your weakest group member. <laughs> <laughs> and whether that's a child or that's grandma. Right, right. Um, because the worst thing you can do is push yourself to exhaustion or pain, uh, because that will ruin, it will ruin the day and it will ruin the next day as well. So we always recommend you really need to make sure that your kids, if they're young enough to still be napping, that they're still getting their nap. That if they're getting, um, sensory overload, that you need to go back to the hotel and let them let go of some of that. And even though it's tiring to stand in a line, you still need to let them run and get their energy out. So letting them play is also very important. And um, making sure that they're getting fed frequently. That is one of our rules. That's one of our top rules is making sure that you're eating often. Uh, you really have to keep the gas in the tank. So it's just it's just interesting when it's just Andy and I how smooth the trip goes. Mm-hmm. Just <laughs> Absolutely, it's easy. It's very easy, it's and easy, I think that we probably worry is because us. we've done it so much yeah. that we just really are very laid back about how we approach the and park, and we just kind of slowly gravitate around the park to certain areas, and it's mm-hmm. just it's just so smooth. Yeah, the way we do it. So you're talking about food. Yes, I'd like to know <laughs> what we ate. I kept in our last. I kept trip. track. This is something that we do because it's it. Seems like a lot of you really love the food, and talking about the food really helps you understand it and know what to eat and what's good. We definitely have our our park favorites, and uh, honestly, when I was reviewing this list, we did not have a churro once. We didn't. Which is crazy. Uh, Usually, we have churros daily. But our our minds were on other things. It's true. And, And we went, and it was Christmas time in the park, and there are very unique things. Uh, treats available during that time and we wanted to take advantage of some of those yep so um yeah let's let's just let's just run through so french market is one of our newer favorites yes um it is a quick service so you walk in you stand on the line you grab your food you go get to table um we did roasted chicken that's what you got 
It is what I got. It's a half roast chicken. It is. And you got smothered pot roast. Each mm. came with mashed potatoes mm-hmm. and seasonal vegetables. And a Disney lady here is not a big fan of mashed potatoes. I'm not, but I loved these. And these were a red potato. Yes. Uh, skin on. Uh-huh. Very tasty. Very flavorful, well-made. Uh, they weren't gritty at all. They weren't dry. It was beautiful. I ate the whole thing. So it was <laughs> it was a lovely, lovely experience. And it's right next to the mint julep bar where you can get a mint julep yes. at the same time. <laughs> and your and your lovely Mickey beignets. That's right. So um, that night we actually ended up staying in the hotel uh, to eat. We ate in their restaurant. Which and, is the Majestic Garden. Yep. And Andy had the shrimp macaroni and cheese. I did. And I had an Asian salad, which was absolutely lovely. Sometimes hotel... Sometimes hotel food is terrible, and it's not a good idea. It was good. It was excellent. In fact, I noticed that the menu that you got down in the restaurant was the same that was in the um, menu for... And usually that's the case. Yeah, Yeah. but it definitely worth it. So if you want to get room service... Do it. Room service at the Majestics is definitely worth it. The next morning, we had our favorite breakfast, which is uh, Jolly Holiday, egg, bacon, and cheese croissant. You just can't go wrong with it. Oh, my gosh. And they uh, you can get it with a fruit cup, which is really good. Mm-hmm. I've, the fruit's always good. Um, and then I tried something that I had never tried before. Uh, it not, is a, not in the park, but never, ever, never, ever, ever. Not in the park, this. never out of the park, never in my life had, had I tried this thing. So... Um, if you do the Haunted Mansion holiday, as you're going through the ballroom scene, they have a huge gingerbread house on the table, and they actually pipe the smell of gingerbread in as you're riding the ride. And I've always thought, that smells really good. I've never tried gingerbread. I wonder if it tastes as good as it smells. And you're like, what? You never tried gingerbread? <laughs> I had never, ever tried gingerbread. So I decided I would get a gingerbread Mickey from the Jolly Holiday. And uh, I liked it so much, I had one every day. <laughs> and then how many did you buy before we left? And I brought home six. <laughs> now you gave a couple of those away, didn't you? Uh, or did you eat I them all? I shared them with Desmond oh, okay. because he Our also son. really liked them. We, we, <laughs> we made them last from the time we got home until uh, after Thanksgiving. So we would break it in half and we would enjoy it as an after school treat. I probably ate half of one maybe. Yeah. Well, they actually have more than just that one kind at the Jolly Holiday. They have some um, in DCA that you can get that are more of a cut out like puffy cookie. Uh, this The one at the Jolly Holiday is more of a pressed one. Uh-huh. More um, dense. Yes. It's more dense. Uh, neither one is like crunchy or hard to eat. They're both very flavorful. Yeah, it's not like you're making a gingerbread house. And no, the one in DCA has like the ears dipped in chocolate and that's all the garnishment. The one in the Jolly Holiday has a white glaze on the back. So every bite you get the white glaze. And then on the front, it's a decorated cookie like piped. So it looks like Mickey Mouse. Um, and I did prefer the Jolly Holiday one, although I've talked to people who prefer the other. It's just a personal preference, but man, did I love that. I loved it so much. I am craving one right now after talking about it. <laughs> well, let's move on to something else so you stop drooling on the microphone. <laughs> um, that day, we went to the stage door and we did the order ahead and we got an apple pie funnel cake. And that was pretty good. It was huge. It this was easily... like a, this was like a breakfast kind of a, what, how we were treating it. It was before lunch. Yes, it was in between our bacon egg croissant and our lunch, and it was easily it easily fed both of us. Yeah. You could split it three ways. Yeah. It was huge. Uh, it had whipped cream and sprinkles and apple 
apple. It was like an apple turnover inside out. It was delightful. Um, that afternoon, we had lunch at Flo's. Andy had a Salisbury steak, and I had a club sandwich. Flo's is one of our favorite places. I did not like the Salisbury steak. You didn't like the Salisbury mm, steak? No. Okay. Flo- Flo's is a good spot to go if you don't if you want something that's more home cooking. Uh, for the quick service side. For the, for the quick service side, if your if your tummy's kind of like not another hamburger, yeah. you know, no more greasy. This can give you some options that are a little more home style um, type food. So we always do a meal in Flo's. Uh, I tried a candy cane tigger tail which is a marshmallow that's dipped in chocolate and then it was rolled in candy cane bits. And I love sweet things. I don't. I could not finish it in one sitting. Like, I had to put it in the bag and stick it in the backpack. And, like, it, it was like a three a three encounter before I was able <laughs> to eat it. So it was a, it was a very sweet treat. Um, but it was kind of just a fun Christmas thing I wanted to try. Uh, that evening, we did dinner in the Rose Tavern, which is another one of our absolute favorites. It is. They have poutine. Yes. And which poutine. Is, <laughs> that's crisp-cut fries, uh, shredded roast beef, gravy, uh, cheese, cheese curds. curds, marinated red onions. It is a delightful meal. It is. Um, and I had my favorite, which is the Lumiere chicken, sal- or sandwich. chicken sandwich. Um, it's a beautiful chicken breast, and it has this coleslaw on top that has peppers in it and it's a little bit spicy very sweet really enjoyable um there have been trips where i'll eat it twice i like it that much (laughs) and i'll have the poutine twice (laughs) you've also liked the beast burger there in the past Uh, yes in fact the beast burger has changed since we started going Uh and i haven't had its new incarnation ah so we don't know what that tastes like i'm sure we're going to be eating there on our upcoming trip so we may have to have to get it so uh, we also did the Rose Tavern the next morning for breakfast, which is one of our new favorite breakfasts. Uh, they give you kind of a full breakfast. Yes. So you can get uh, scrambled eggs, sausage. Pancakes, uh, pancakes, bacon, hash browns, country potatoes. I got the stuffed French toast. And that was good. Yes. It has like a cheese, cream cheese custard and then um, preserves on the top. It's kind of like a Danish. Oh, it's so good. Um, then we did... Uh, cranberry mint julep at the mint julep bar. Did we do a lot of mint juleps this time? No, it was we did it my, twice. You know what? My trip that I went to. Did you get one every time? Oh, I got one. I got like two a day. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a real fan of the traditional mint julep. I don't like drinking toothpaste. They had a watermelon mint julep one time, and we they did. Loved I loved that. that. So this one, it was cranberry, and then it had an orange in it. And then the regular mint julep stuff going on. And it was delightful. Um, Every time they do one that's special that's more than just a plain mint julep, I really liked it. The Bengal barbecue has what they call a jungle julep. It's not minty at all. It's like a fruit slushy. Mm -hmm, For the huge straw. It's very refreshing. Very girthy straw. Give you brain freeze for sure. Uh, That afternoon, I did a corn dog from the Little Red Corn Dog Cart. Mm -hmm. And you did a cheese 3PO. Now, we call it a cheese 3PO, but it's just a cheeseburger. They don't call it cheese 3PO anymore. They used to. They used to call it a cheese 3PO. And we we like to refer to it as that. So it's the Galactic Grill, and it was just a cheeseburger. And I got to say, that one was not that good. Really? I was disappointed in my cheese 3PO. That was the day where the texts were going through slow, and we (laughs) couldn't find each other. We didn't know where we were going to (laughs) meet. And so she said, hey... 
I've come got see a table. Me. I said, oh, crap. So I had a nice table. So I went to go find her. But she wasn't there. But he didn't there. respond to me. So I said, fine, I'll come to you. And then I get there and it says, I'm here. Oh. Okay. So I, I start going back. <laughs> and we just keep crossing each other. <laughs> wasn't yeah, fun. Yeah, we needed a better plan that day. Yeah. That's all right. Um, then that day, another gingerbread Mickey and a churro toffee. Didn't like it. It was too much. Yeah. And that was from our friends, Mike and Aaron. Yes. They they, rec- they recommended that we try. And it was very tasty, but... I'm not a toffee person, He's though. not. I am and not he's also not a sweet person. I'm, I'm a, I can be sweet, but I don't like sweets. <laughs> you are sweet. Then that night, we had a boardwalk pizza and pasta and street tacos. I think that area... I don't think I've been disappointed in anything over there. It's a good area to go for, again, something that's a little less carnival food. It's good pizza. Mm-hmm. And then they always have the, the the grill that's over there is usually, I don't know, it, it changes yeah. just for whatever's going on. Sometimes you can get euros. Yep, they have you good beef euros. You can almost always get a good salad in the boardwalk pizza and pasta. Or Mexican are, or Asian. Yep, there are corn dogs over there as well. Not as good as the bread corn dog cart. Yeah, we have to say the red corn dog cart is the best. We have not, so when when people talk about pizza in Disneyland, we always tell them, don't go to what was once Red's Pizza Port or um, Pizza, pizza Planet, Planet because it's very bland. We haven't tried it in probably a year and a half, so we might Ugh. have to... Take one for the team? Yeah, or maybe even just go in and look at them and Maybe we can pay them. somebody to go do it. <laughs> Hey, hey kid, we're, we're taking, we're we're taking a, a friend and his son. Yeah, we'll make them eat so it. So we'll, we'll make him get some. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Rose Tavern has a flatbread pizza that's pretty good, and then always uh, the Boardwalk Pizza and Pasta in California yep. Adventure, if you're really looking for a good slice, is probably your best option. You may disagree, but that's our opinion. That's our opinion. Um, we also had uh, Dole Whips that night in the new Enchanted Forest area. Is that what it's called? What's it called? No. <laughs> What's it I'm called? I'm sorry. Stop laughing at me and no. tell me what it's called. <laughs> it's the Tropical Hideaway. That's what it's called. Welcome to our Tropical Hideaway. There you go. There you go. So it's really cute because they've got some animatronic birds in the trees and then lots of different options for your Dole Whip. And I yeah. got the loaded Dole Whip and it was wonderful. It had actually uh, fresh fruit at the bottom and that had little crunchy sticks and uh-huh. like delicious toppings. And wasn't and it Dole Whip mixed with orange Dole Whip? No. I thought, I thought there was orange in there. No, there were orange chunks. Okay. There was there was a fruit medley at the bottom, but I, I really liked it. That was my first time having something that wasn't either a straight Dole Whip or a Dole Whip float. And I so. got the Dole Whip float. Yeah. I just can't. <laughs> I can't even. It's my favorite. <laughs> so for our last uh, full meal in the park, we did the Carnation Cafe. Okay. You guys, if you haven't done the Carnation Cafe. You need to. It's tiny. You gotta but make my reservations. Get the fried pickles. I hate pickles. <laughs> hate. Don't put them on my burger. I will not eat them. The fried pickles at the Carnation Cafe are my favorite. They're dynamite. They're really good. Um, Andy got the meatloaf, which is good. It's Walt's favorite meatloaf, by the way. Yes, and I got the chicken fried chicken, which is also a, a favorite meal uh, there, and an orange float. So it's orange Fanta with ice cream in it and it's, it's a creamsicle float it's a creamsicle float it's very good we've eaten there several times it's one of our uh special treat places to go i love it 
Yeah. I, I think we might go this next time. Oh, wait. No, we are because I've already I made a reservation. Say, you, made, you already made a reservation. Where, where else are we eating? Uh, we haven't figured that out yet. By the way, uh, the guy that's going with us, we call him Mr. Kev. Uh, just so you know, you'll be listening to this. I've made a reservation. Okay. Uh, the last thing we had before we left the park is we got another mint cranberry julep. And that was the last thing we had before we left mm. the park. And it was so good. Um, I really liked when we would we would sit and we would sip on it for a little while. And then we would take it with us as we went to our next location and enjoyed it in line. So, yeah, it was a good trip. It was, it. it was way fun. We did, we did do a smuggler's run. Standby, and that was my first time doing standby. I mean, uh, or single rider. We did a single rider. Did a single rider, and I actually did not like the like the experience that the queue gives you. Really immerses you in what you're about to be doing. Whereas single rider, single rider, you don't get any of that. Nope. So if it's your first time, wait in line. Get the experience. Yeah, because you miss the whole Hondo deal, too. Yeah, you you miss. There's lots going on in the queue, lots of things you're listening to, seeing, experiencing that you just don't get that really sets the tone. We're very excited for the new Star Wars ride. Yes, which we are going to be going to see in a week. It is Rise of the Resistance. There is a lot going on with this ride, with breakdowns, with wait times, with the uh, reservation system, mm-hmm. well, the, or just the waiting system on the app. A lot of stuff going on here. Awesome ride. People love it. I don't think I've heard a bad review about it. About the ride itself. It's getting, getting to the ride. Getting to the ride and then it breaking down. Mm-hmm. And, um, it now, just the opened. ride's only been out for like a week, right? Uh, the one at Disneyland, yes. Uh, the one at Disney World has been open for a month now. But the one at Disneyland, they're still working out the kinks. Uh-huh. You know, we're going to be there in a week. You're going to see live pictures, live stream, right. our everything. Go- our goal is to write it at least once. <laughs> at least once? We're going to probably write it at least once a day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> probably several times a day if we can. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll let you know the skinny on that, the best way to, to go about it from, from what we learn. And give you an update on how Max Pass is working and all of those good things. So look forward to uh, a whole bunch of video, live video actually is what yes. we'll be doing. If you just go to our Facebook page, just The Park Hoppers, Mm -hmm. look for the castle. That's us right there. You could also check us out online at our website, which is theparkhoppers.com. Yes. And there is a link to The Park Hoppers on uh, my other podcast uh, website, which is uh, Plot Twist Media. It's the brand new endeavor that my best friend and I are, are doing since we also left the podcast group that we were associated with before. And that's a sassy, classy, mostly sassy, fassy, trassy <laughs> podcast. No, it's a plot twist media. You're supposed to come because you're broken and stay because you're, you belong. Uh, we are a sassy, classy, mostly smart assy comedy podcast that celebrates the twists and turns of life. Uh, if you enjoyed us on uh, Life on the Rocks, please, this is our new incarnation. And what's your website? Uh, it is plot hyphen twist plot twist dash media okay that's com. it because because andy's our webmaster that's right <laughs> we'd also like to give a couple shout outs to a couple of people yes some uh, podcast uh friends of ours uh bacon sale excellent podcast about uh pop culture yes that's right and our best friend he's such a sweet guy greg at greg's guide to music he is one of the best people on the planet he is. so give us give a show a listen he talks about the little guys in music people who are maybe not uh you're used to hearing on the radio but are definitely worth listening to and he does so much research he really does he works so hard 
All right, guys. Look forward to more from us in the future. Look next week online as we go see the park live. And please have a magical day.